You're listening to the Less Stress in Life podcast. Your hosts, Deb Timmerman and Barb Fletcher, are on a mission to help individuals and organizations manage stress and change. Together, they bring you real conversations, inspirational stories, and strategies to help move you from being stressed to feeling your best. Oh, hello, everyone. I'm Barb Fletcher. Welcome to our series of 52 Practical Tools for Less Stress in Life. And this is episode 37. Our goal is to give you tools and strategies to move you from being stressed to feeling your best. Today, we're going to be talking about mindfulness and how it can help us decrease stress. Deb, can you talk a little bit about what mindfulness means to you? Mindfulness to me means I'm living in the present moment. I'm aware of what I'm feeling in my body and I'm not judging those feelings, whether they are good, uncomfortable, it is what it is. So it's experiencing life in the moment and being aware of what's happening around you. It's almost like observing what's happening as opposed to actually feeling all of those experiences the same way. Yeah, I think if I could sum that up in two words, it would be awareness, awareness of what you're feeling and acceptance, accepting what is. I think in the early days when I was studying mindfulness, we were encouraged to let those feelings come up, but then if they were uncomfortable, pack them back in a box and put them on a shelf somewhere. And now the mindfulness movement has evolved some and it's more about accepting those feelings. I don't think that you necessarily have to stay in that realm. So if I'm sad about something, I may accept the feeling that I'm sad and I may choose to use a tool like breath work or heart math or from my cadre of things that I use to process that out and to get my body back into a state where I'm feeling better, but I don't not acknowledge that I was sad. We know that when we push those emotions down for extended periods of time, they sometimes show up in a very uncomfortable way, or perhaps they show up as disease. So finding ways to process them in the moment, either through acceptance or just recognizing what's happening is really valuable. It is. I think I spent half of my life disconnected and away from what my body was feeling. That's what I learned to do as a child. You know, when we're told, don't cry, suck it up, buttercup. It's hard to stay with those feelings. And I packed them away and put them on a shelf and they did come back to rear their ugly head. My husband is very um, diligent in in practicing mindfulness. He has a practice that's 30 minutes long, it's guided. And so he's not feeling 100% today. And his words to me this morning were, my brain feels foggy. And so I think the value in the mindfulness practice is that that clarity that we get from being present, we're more quickly able to discern when we're not 100%. Why do you think mindfulness is important? Well, I think first of all, 
if we are disconnected, we're living life in a disengaged way. So if we don't embody those practices and are not mindful of what's going on around us, I think we miss out. We miss communication. We're not cued in to what's going on maybe around us. And um, it's easy to get off track. And I think the other important piece is that it's research-based. So there's lots of research studies now about mindfulness and how good it is for our brain. So it helps with our executive functioning, our working memory, and our spatial visual processing. So it is really good for our brain health. And that's probably the biggest reason to use it. We have so many things that's not good for our brain health. This is one way that we can connect and tune in. We don't need other tools or other practices or a video or something. It's simply zoning in to the here and now. The thing that I notice the most when I'm mindful is that the relationships around me all benefit from me being present and aware. Yeah, you can really listen and really hear and engage in conversations and pick up cues, emotional cues, communication cues that you would maybe miss if you weren't connected and present in that particular moment. In our HeartMath world, we talk about essence and what's really the meaning behind what's being said. And so we know that when we're in that mindful space, we're able to tap into what's the meaning, what's the essence. Yeah, I think that's a good summary. I think too, there's been a lot of studies about mindfulness. You mentioned a guided practice. I assume that's John Kabat-Zinn's work out of the University exactly. of Massachusetts. That was the first mindfulness course that I took when I was mm -hmm. figure out how to connect to my body. But that particular program was about mindfulness-based stress reduction and its connection to helping us tune into our bodies and feel what's happening with stress. So it, it's a really effective tool for decreasing anxiety, decreasing stress, and also for helping with pain management. So that's one example of ways that we can tap into the mindfulness movement. Are there others that you can share? Well, I think, you know, we eat like automatons. I'm guilty of that. So being mindful about what we're putting in our mouths and enjoying our food and slowing down and getting into the smells and the sights of our food. That's one really great practice in a way we all eat every day, just tuning in and slowing down during that process. But we can bring mindfulness into our exercise, our walking, our time outdoors. You know, when we're out there really enjoying the essence of what is in the great outdoors is so healing to our souls. One of my favorite things to do. So I'm sitting here, I'm blessed to live on a lake and I was, we have a butternut oak tree huge in front of us. And this is the time of year when all the squirrels and the blue jays do battle over who can get more butternut oaks. And so as I was sitting here just thinking about this topic, I could see the branches moving. And so it would be easy to look out thinking about all of the other things I need to do um, when we finish this call. 
but being in the moment and actually being able to see nature living its best life out there right now is really my key to mindfulness. Oh my gosh, that reminds me of a story from my favorite preacher named Lee that I used to work with at hospice. He was telling me about having to drive in and do a sermon on a Sunday morning after a snowstorm. And he said, usually I raced to the church to get to my pulpit to open the door and start greeting people. And one particular Sunday, it had snowed, like tons of snow. And it was before they started canceling everything uh, at the drop of a couple inches of snow, like we do now. But he said that it was the most beautiful drive to work because of the snow, he had to slow down. And what he saw was a cardinal come by. And he mm -hmm. said, in that moment, I realized that I really needed to slow down because that cardinal was always there. I just wasn't stopping to see it. And I've remembered that story as a metaphor for life for a long time, because I think we miss a lot because we don't slow down. And um, there's so many rich, beautiful things around us that that can really help us enrich and fuel our lives, feed us, but we don't see it because we're going at too fast a pace. It's almost like we need to move back to that childlike essence. Children are curious, they're excitable, they're sad, they feel all the emotions in rich ways, some that make us probably more uncomfortable, but they are living in the moment. Yeah, and so that'll be our call to action this week. So where could you be living in the moment? Where are you running too fast? What are you missing? What are some ways that you can slow down and really connect with your breath, with the exercise moves you do, with conversations. It can be a part of every aspect of your life. So drop us a note, let us know how being mindful this week works for you and what you notice that you haven't noticed before. Until next time. Hey, have a great week, everybody. Less stress in life is possible. If you're new to this kind of thinking and would like to explore what's possible for you, we'd love to connect. You can reach us through our website at lessstressinlife.com. That's lessstressinlife.com.